Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Three Pillars of Faith podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Branch, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about how to delineate between two very different types of dreams. This podcast, we are going to be talking about fear-based dreams versus faith-based dreams, because in order for us to accurately interpret dreams, it's going to start from that foundation. It's going to start by us looking at what the dream is and asking the first question, is this a faith-based dream or is this a fear-based dream? Because the interpretation of the dream is going to largely come from one of those two platforms, but we need to be able to understand which platform the dream is coming from before we actually look to do any type of interpretation of dreams. Now, in addition to that, we need to talk a little bit about journaling of dreams and also nightmares. And then we're going we're gonna, to um, wrap up today's episode with looking at the fruit of the Holy Spirit to help us understand the faith-based uh, structure of dreams. So let's start with journaling. The most important thing that you can do when you have a prophetic activation of your dream life is to get really good at journaling and get really good with the details one of the most important things that you can do inside of this is identify structures, identify colors, identify numbers, identify the feeling or the tone that you get, um, identify certain people that are in the dream that may be showing up because those do have significance. Um, and then identify, uh, the, the way that you, the way that you see or understand certain components of the dream. And what I mean by that is, um, if you, if like, if, for example, if you see a lot of, of coins, like change coins, but in the dream, you think of them as change and not money coins, right? Then you want to make sure to document them the way that you are interpreting them as you are dreaming the dream. Um, now I want to I want to uh, make a notation before we dive too much further into this that the prophetic activation of dreams can be very intense when it starts. So when God starts to move inside of that space, you may notice that there that the intensity of your dreams just skyrockets, and that's something that I I don't want anybody to be afraid of. That is a normal part of this process. When, when God starts to really um, uh, deal with you inside of that space, this is ultimately to help you understand what's taking place in your life. So it helps with navigating certain things. It helps reveal things that are hidden that would not otherwise be known to you. And it helps you, it helps you um, search out the matter, right? It helps you search out what it is that these things mean because really... You, when you have all of these things happening, you want to be able to grow and and go into new levels inside of this gift. So I don't want anybody to be afraid if you're experiencing intense dreams and um, you've never had intense dreams before. It is a normal part of a prophetic activate, activation of dreams when God is leading you in that direction. 
So like I said, get really good at journaling. It's going to be one of the most vital things that you can do and keep those journals. I have journals going back. I mean, geez, I'm trying to think off the top of my head here, maybe 10 years, 11 years of when dream, when my dream life started really just going through the roof in terms of activation and intensity and all of those things. I still look back on all of those things and they, I can, I can see throughout the span of all of these years where God was working inside of those dreams to help lead me in the right direction. And there's certain, I mean, there's certain dreams that have yet, you know, come to pass, but that's, this is part of that calling. It's part of that gift. You're supposed, it's, it's not, it's not one of those things where it's like, there's a shelf life on it and you have to, um, you know, you have to, you have to crunch everything into a 10 year plan. That's not how this works. When we looked at the scriptures, the prophetic activation of dreams inside of, of Daniel's life, inside of Joseph's life, those were things that never went away. Those were always a part of them. So this is not like, uh, like I said, this is not like a, here's my 10 year plan on dreams. This is a life event that, that is, that becomes part of who you are. It's an exceptionally beautiful journey. Now, what you might notice is that in the initial phases of a prophetic activation of dreaming and intense dreams at that is that you may get inundated with nightmares. The reason why this happens is because the enemy, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, although I I get a little bit particular about about how I refer to him because um, Lucifer was his name before he fell, before iniquity was found in him. So I'd rather not call him by that name. I'd rather call him by Satan as he's known now. Um, but the, the reason why is because he's trying to get you to not embrace this gift or this calling that, that God has activated on your life. Because if he can get you into a state of fear enough, then he can lock you up in chains. He can bind you up in this never-ending vicious cycle of this is just the way it is. He can keep you from um, going deeper into your dream uh, or even wanting to go deeper into uh, the ability to dream. He can keep you from um, entering into true rest, into a true state of that freedom that comes, that unleashing that comes when when we do um, really enter that deep sleep and God meets us in that place, right? So don't be surprised if you end up in a situation where you're dealing with nightmares early on. And you know what? That could go, that could span a week, that could span multiple weeks, that could span multiple months, that could span multiple years. But the thing that I want you to take away from this is that the more that you press into God, the more that you really press into him and really trust him, the sooner that kind of stuff is going to break off of you. But it really becomes about understanding how God views you. Because when you're being inundated with nightmares from the enemy, it is a, it is such a deceptive tactic that is very isolating. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just a, 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 a really despicable 
tactic from the enemy that is all about trying to wrap you up and keep you in a state of unease, fear, uncertainty, doubt, all of that kind of stuff. It, I mean, I mean, it can even get, it can get so bad that you, that you just don't want to dream. You don't want to sleep. You, you know, you intentionally structure your life around, around not wanting to go, go there, you know, and that's not the best that God has for you. God has so much better. So it's important to understand what camp that kind of thing is coming from. Those are fear-based things. So like I said, the enemy does that early on when he's trying to get you to not enter into the blessing. I mean, we saw it in the depiction of what happened with Joseph when Joseph was visited by an angel and he, um, he left with Mary and Jesus because Herod was looking to kill Jesus before Jesus could fulfill his, his ministry or why he was sent here. We, so, I mean, we, we see that depiction there where there's instruction given, but I'm just going to backtrack for a second. The, like I said, the, the whole the whole point of the enemy doing this is to, is to basically abort God's blessing on you. So with Herod, Herod had um, essentially issued this kill order on Jesus. Why? Because Satan's trying to work through people who are not godly to try and abort that blessing. That's what was happening with the whole situation between Herod, Mary, uh, Joseph and Jesus. Herod was trying to abort that blessing that would come from Christ doing what he did when he was here. It's the same thing with dreams. That's the reason why the enemy attacks so heavily when it comes to this stuff. You can you can tell. I mean, you can tell when when God's about to do something big because because the enemy will try to come in and he'll try to rob you of your peace. He'll try to he'll try to just completely you know, uproot your life. But this is why I say it is important to dig even further into God, to lean even further into God, to press even further into God. Because the more you do that, the more the chains and the traps and the tricks and all of the stuff that the enemy plans and devises against you, they start to break off of you in such a way that can only happen when you have that close, intimate relationship with God. So, So let's talk a little bit more about other types of fear-based dreams. So how do we, how do we delineate? So now we're, we're at a place now where we're like, okay, we're not embracing nightmares anymore. We're pressing through that. We're pressing into God. Our faith is growing stronger. The nightmares are starting to wane. They're no longer such a dominant part of our lives. We're not watching horror movies anymore because believe it or not, that, that opens gates that opens gates for the enemy to play on your emotions. So we start closing those doors. We start closing those things that are not of God. And we start to embrace God's way of doing things. And now we're at a place where we need to start, we need to start learning what's the difference between a fear-based dream and a faith-based dream. So a fear-based dream, um, essentially it plays off of your concerns it plays off of your worries. It plays off of the things that you may have doubts about. And then when you wake up from them, you'll, you'll still be in that state of mind where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I've, 
that that dream is it made me doubt this that or the other thing and maybe it's right maybe it's right i've been thinking about how much i've been doubting this particular thing and maybe this dream is right that is a fear-based kind of uh, structure that is surrounding that the faith-based structure takes that and says no i i know that doubt is not from god i know that faith is from god and faith is pleasing to god so you start to dissect all of these things and all of these components and you say okay god i know your attributes i know that these are your plans that you have for me i know that this is your character I know that you love me and you want the best for me. So help me see this dream for what it actually is. Because I know that if this dream is plaguing me with doubts and fears and things like that, I know that that's not from you. Maybe that dream is, maybe that dream is just a trick or a tactic to, tactic to get me off of course, but I am staying the course, God. So it starts with, it starts with, um, it starts with simple steps like that. And Really, when you think about it, you know, I, I say simple steps, but they're really not simple steps when you think about it, because the magnitude that that those steps carry to really help you navigate this path that, that, you, that God has you on in this amazing life, it, it ha these things have the ability to change that. So they're really not simple things. They're, they're pivotal things. They're, they're things that we build our life off of. They're the foundation that holds our, our house, the house of our life together. It holds it all up. It helps us walk into blessings that we never would have had otherwise. It helps us to see things that we never would have seen. It helps us to walk through those open doors that we never would have walked through before. When we look at the other and the other camp, right, the enemy's camp, everything that he does is intended to keep us locked up. It's intended to keep us in prisons of pain, in hurts, in fears, in frustrations. So it then becomes your your obligation and my obligation, right? Each one of us who's who's um, who's listening to this, right, to really start to re reprioritize the things that are in our lives and say, what do I want to be the dominating factor in my life? Do I want these things from the enemy to trick me, to keep tricking me, to keep me locked up, to keep me in this vicious cycle or in these vicious cycles? Or do I want to, do I want to do this Jesus's way? Do I want to take that path of salvation and righteousness and and just get into that faith building sphere where I am growing in my relationship with him. I am growing in my faith with him and he's opening new doors and he's doing amazing works. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been on both sides of that and I much prefer, I much prefer Jesus's way of doing it. So we're going to wrap up with the faith part of dreaming. And I'm going to start with a passage out of Galatians chapter 5, beginning in verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit, this is God's Spirit that's being referenced here. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law 
I'm going to skip to verse 25. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Look at that clear outline of God's way of doing things. He wants to help us navigate these things and he especially wants us to help navigate our dream life because he moves and he speaks inside of dreams. He gives instruction inside of dreams. He shows us things that can completely transform our lives long before they ever manifest in our physical life. He can show those things four or five years ahead of time, even longer than that. Because God works outside of time. It is truly remarkable. But that's how you delineate what is the faith-based dream versus the fear-based dream. The faith-based dream is going to show you and lead you in all of those attributes that I just spoke about that the Holy Spirit gives us, the fruits of the Holy Spirit of God. It's going to be consistent with those things. If you are experiencing dreams that are that are nightmares, that are just trying to trick you into believing things that are not true, the way that you get back on your solid foundation is by getting into that word. It's by staying in relationship with Jesus. It's I'm not going to sit here and say that it's easy. Sometimes there there are wilderness seasons that we hit where it feels like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel the same way that it, that you're used to it feeling. It doesn't feel as easy to hold on to that joy or in, or as easy to hold on to that love. But it doesn't change the fact that it is freely given by God. There are just certain things that happen in life where sometimes the wilderness hits and we we have to develop that spirit of perseverance we have to de- develop that spirit of overcoming and press through and on the other side of that whatever that wilderness or trial may be on the other side of that is breakthrough and when you reach that breakthrough it is exceptionally beautiful these are new stages that your faith grows inside of It takes new levels of faith to receive new levels of blessing. So I hope that you'll embrace your dreams. I hope that you will write your dreams down. I hope that you will search them out. Take them seriously. I hope that it will enrich your prayer life and draw you closer to God because he wants to draw closer to you. That's why he speaks to you in dreams. And if you are a person who is saved and you have any kind of attacks from the enemy through dreams, like I said, there are fear-based dreams and there are faith-based dreams. This is a spiritual battle and this spiritual battle is real. So he's still going to try. But if you have those dreams that are coming from the enemy or those attacks that are coming from the enemy and you are saved, know that he is a liar when it comes to salvation. He is a liar when it comes to God. This is why I say 
get into the word because the word is going to help you understand quite clearly how it is God looks at you. And those fruits of the spirit that I just spoke about, it's so important for us to not just read it, but to feel it, to understand it, to know, well, okay, God, you're telling me that the first thing that you're telling me is a, is a fruit of your spirit is love. But knowing you, it's got to look different than what it looks like on this, in this world. Show me what your love looks like, God. Those are the kinds of things. Those are the kinds of things that you want to do as you grow in your faith. Become teachable because God is so drawn to a teachable heart. Okay, that's it for today's episode. You can find us on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. And in the next episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about love and then We'll continue the series on dreams and we'll dive into, well, a lot of symbolism. Until then, God bless you guys and take care.